Hi, everybody. Hi there. This is Holly. And Daniel. And you are listening to Halfway Saints. I have to apologize first that um, if I sound a little different, uh, I have a little bit of a cold. I think it's, I think the last time we podcasted, or at least the last couple, two times ago, you had a cold. So it's just par Par for for the the course. I was going to say that. (gasps) I know. Because you stole it from me. I did did no such thing. You would not even know that phrase if it weren't for me. Other people use that phrase besides you. Who? Name one person. Oh, boy. But, um, yeah, so I have my pillow. I'm going to cough into it. <laughs> I'm trying to not be too disgusting. But yeah. you guys should be used people, to it. People know what a cough pillow is. That's not weird at all. <laughs> <laughs> totally normal. Whatever. It's fine. But, um, yeah, I feel like this has just been a really sick winter for me and the boys. Yeah. Except it was like 70 the past two days. I know. Maybe so. that threw me off. I, I think don't know. it did because last weekend, last week, there was a time before this past weekend where it got warm. And when it did, I started getting what seemed like a cough. But I think it may have been allergies. Allergies. It's, you have them too. Don't make fun of me. <laughs> no, I know. And because we were outside for the first yeah. time for a long time. It happens. It but, just happens. Yeah. So I apologize on behalf of Holly. <coughs> For her horrible hacking, whooping cough. My my man cough. If you were alive in like the Victorian era, they would have like shipped you out to some sanitarium. I would have been to Australia. That's the Australia. How do you how do you say? It doesn't Aust- matter because they sent criminals, not <laughs> sick people. Well, whatever. You would I'd be exiled. Like, yeah. Quarantined. <laughs> no, you would have been sent to like what's that place in Georgia? Hot Springs. Was that a was that a quarantine? No, it was like that's why um, FDR went there because he had polio. Like, what? None of this is ringing a bell. <laughs> Not at all. I think yeah, he went there a lot because it helped with his polio. But you still like in Victorian times, you would like go they would say like you're not feeling well because it's too dry here, so you would go live in some other place for six months to recover. <clears throat> oh, interesting. Yeah. You should read more um, 18th and 19th century literature. I need to learn more, because on the last podcast, I learned about sharks. Mm-hmm. And I looked it up. They don't have bones. Oh. They have cartilage. It is cartilage. Mm-hmm. For a second, over dinner, we were talking about that, and Dina was like, oh, wait, or is it just that their fins don't have bones? And I was like, oh, boy, you said it on the podcast. But it turns out he was right. It turns out. Imagine that. <coughs> but, yeah. So we've had... Um, a busy few weeks. Yeah. Blaze yeah. turned Blaise one. Blaze turned one last he's weekend. He's a year old. I know. Went by, he's a, a year and a week. Ah. It's already been a week since his birthday. He's such a big boy. Yeah. So that went by quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And We then, also uh, did a really bad job planning his party. Oh. Well, <laughs> it just snuck up on us. I felt like we had other stuff to do. Wasn't uh, there some other stuff going on? I don't know. Planning his party. Yeah. But... It was a great time. Mm-hmm. We yeah. had good friends come yeah. over. Yeah. All of our good friends came. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> like our neighbors yeah. came. It was it was a small but fun party. It was. It's exactly what we wanted. Yeah. And Blaze was excited. I think he knew it was his birthday. Because <coughs> he was in a good mood all day. I know. He like woke up so happy and cheerful. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. Do we have anything else going on? I feel like we've done something. It's been. I've been busy. I mean, I've been busy, but it's like... Didn't we do something? Go somewhere? No. Uh, I don't know. Maybe because my mom was in town for the birthday, too, so maybe I'm conflating... Most likely. ...things together. Anywho. Anywho. So, 
Yep, Blaze is one. Our podcast is, we started in February. Yeah. So our podcast had its birthday at some point this month. Oh, yeah, it did. It was like two weeks ago. Was it? It's two years. Yeah, it's two years. We've been doing it for two years. We didn't even know. It's crazy. Happy anniversary, everybody. (laughs) Um, I know, because I do the mom's one line a day uh, journal at the end of the day. And every day. (laughs) (laughs) Good thing you specified. (laughs) Um, And so you see the same entry per the day. Um, (laughs) I'm saying days. I know. You get to see the previous year's entry for that date. Date. Uh Uh-huh. And so I see the ones from the past. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Painting a real clear picture of how this thing works. But I noticed that, and I don't know why I didn't tell you that it was our in- our oh, podcast you didn't anniversary. Tell me anything. It was like two weeks ago because it was that. right before. It was our Valentine's Day gift to each other. Oh, was to the buy the microphone. Oh, mm-hmm. And then, like, <laughs> and like two weeks later, we or two days later, we uh, recorded our first one. Nice. Yeah, you will do that though. There'll be like crucial information, oh, and you'll geez. like forget to tell me about it. You, hey, you know what? I don't want to hear it. Am I wrong? I, no, you're not wrong, but. <laughs> Is now the time to be discussing this? <laughs> I'm. We have it on record. Oh boy, Mm-mm. that's the I, the only time we podcast is when I need to get Holly on the record. On the record, jeez. <laughs> um, um, yeah, no. but we're good. We're good. We're back. We're glad to be here. <laughs> uh, yeah. What? For I just completely forgot what we were talking about. Oh, don't worry. You'll you'll pick it back up. Gosh. Um, but one of the presents that Blaze got from um. Two very great friends of ours. Tess and Andrew. <laughs> Teresa. Uh, she goes by Teresa. Okay, okay. Now she's all self-conscious. I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, they got Blaze, uh, the Great Adventure Bible Storybook, which I looked into it. It's not by Jeff Cavins. It's by a woman whose last name is Cavins, which I'm guessing is his wife. But the foreword is by Jeff Cavins. Oh, they have to be. The, uh, yeah, so it has to be. Because Holly was saying, isn't there like a great adventure Bible study thing and a timeline? And I was telling I was, her, yes, I think it's all the same thing. I've always heard about this great Catholic timeline. Mm-hmm. And it's like this mythological thing about this timeline. That, no, it's just this like really great resource for knowing the Bible. Which we have. And I was like, yeah, Holly, it's not mythical. We have one. It's in the closet. <laughs> but I'd always heard about it. I haven't looked at the one that's in our closet that we got from the World Media Families. But so I just wanted to know if this book was along the same lines. Yeah, I think it is. And it. it's basically it like kind of pro- provides a coherent storyline through the Old and New Testaments. Which, by the way, remember that book I bought when I was Protestant in high school and it was called The Story? Oh, yeah. It's the same premise. Yeah, except not as well done. <laughs> Obviously. Um, that one seeks to do it as one continuous story, though. Whereas this one yeah. shows they're different stories, but how they're interrelated. And puts it in the right, in chronological order. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This, it was like written like a novel, which I didn't really love. Holly went through, you bought a lot of Bibles and then didn't read them. Oh, I brought the, um, the magazine Bible <laughs> and I bought, I had my glow in the dark Bible, which was my solid. That was my one that I mm-hmm. um, used all the time. But yeah, I did go I bought the message. The message. And Sorry. you had one that was like a parallel. It was like the message and like... And the regular translation. So you yeah. could see it side by side. You could see how preposterous <laughs> the message Bible was. Yeah. Okay. Anywho, so we got the storybook. And it's really great. And um, it's a little... Like, Blaze obviously doesn't... 
He would look he, through the he pictures. He could look through it, but like he's not really comprehending it. He's it's going like, to be a wonderful resource for him when he's older. Right. So I was sitting with Jack looking through it because the good thing about being an older brother is you basically get all of your little brother's toys <laughs> until he's old enough to defend himself. Um, <coughs> so I was looking through it with him and like... I was trying to, like, only keep it on, like, pages that were interesting. Like, oh, look, there's the parting of the Red Sea. Like, oh, there's a snake in the garden. He likes animals and oh, snakes. Oh, he loves snakes. And, he, and I told him the snake tricked them. And he, oh, he's into boy. tricking and joking now. Um, That's a good thing to um, <laughs> get him to attach to the devil. In the <laughs> no, he doesn't like him. <coughs> Excuse me. Um <laughs> Don't ask. Don't act all dainty after you just like <laughs> hacked up along. Sorry. Um, but despite my best efforts, the two pages and now these are like the only ones Jack wants to look at is the picture of um, Abraham when he's about to sacrifice Isaac, and Jack's like, "Why is he holding a knife?" And I was like, "Um, uh." <laughs> this was the first page you turned to, right? When no. you opened the book. No. Oh. A lot happened, Holly. A lot happens before that in the Bible. I know. I didn't know you started on day on page one. I thought you would just flip open to talk about it with him. I wasn't. We were just looking through the pictures, and we landed on that page. Exactly. That was the first page you landed on. No, it was the it okay, was the one he attached to most. Yeah. Anyway, um. So Jack was like, "Why? Why is he holding that knife?" He's like, "He wants to cut him." And I like, and in the picture, like, there's the angel telling Abraham not to do that. So, like, I was like, well, he made a mistake, and he thought he was supposed to cut him, but the angel was telling him, no, don't do that. And it was still like, Jack was like, why, he, why is he going to cut him? And I was like, I don't know. I didn't, I just kind of like, let's move on. And then, like, the next page he, like, really wants to look at is the crucifixion. And it's like, Jesus in the picture of the crucifixion, he's, like, bloody and bleeding. And Jack's like, what's all that? And he's like, Jesus have red boo-boos? I'm like, yeah, they're red boo-boos. Because Jack has either white boo-boos, which are just scrapes. Mm-hmm. I guess boo-boos. And then red boo-boos, red which boo-boos you get are, band-aids. Yeah. Bloody ones. <laughs> Let's be real. And he's also really concerned about what happened to Jesus' clothes. I mean, that's the biggest question. Yeah. And so I like, tell him that the bad man took his clothes. And he, for a while he was saying, and they put him in the dryer? Like, no. <laughs> They took them. So now he understands they took them and they put them on themselves. Mm, that's good. <laughs> um, but yeah, those two pages were like the ones he zoomed in on. It's like, man, I can't even say like, oh, look, Noah's Ark. There's animals. He's like, nope. I want to know about Abraham <laughs> sacrificing Isaac and the crucifixion. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yeah, because he keeps asking why he cut his son. Yeah. <laughs> why he cut his son. That's a good question. Yeah. And he's been – so as a result of that, he's been – um and he, like, studies that picture. So, like, he notices that, like, Jesus' feet are on top of each other so that the one nail could go through them. So, like, now when he's, like, just hanging around, he'll, like, lay down on the couch and put his feet on top of each other and say, look, I died. <laughs> or I'm on the cross. Like, the other day, he wouldn't. He was, like, laying in his bed, and he, I wanted to change the sheets, and he didn't want me to change the sheets, and he kept saying... No, it's my cross. And he would lay down on it and said, see my feet? <laughs> and put his feet on top of each other. It's so funny so that he says, my cross, like as if, like, this is my burden to bear. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, but he's just playing, like, like he has, this is my hat. And so, yeah, yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, so those two, like, of course, that's what makes an impression on him. I know. And it's like, 
And so, like, it's led to conversations where Jack's, like, talking about, like, just pretending, like, oh, I died. I'm like, no, buddy, you're not, you're not dead. You're not dying. Mm -hmm. And then one time we were sitting on the couch and I said, you're not going to die for (coughs) a very long time. Like, you're going to live a very long life. And then when you're old, you might die and go to heaven. And Jack said, that's pretty cool. (laughs) I was like, yes, it is. But it's just really difficult to, like, explain to him sort of at the same time, like, yes, when you die, you get to go to heaven and be with Jesus. And we love Jesus, and that's great. But no, we don't want you to go anytime soon. Yeah. And that he's not in danger. You know, like. That he's not in danger. And, like, yeah, and you go to Mass and, like, Jesus is on the cross everywhere. Yeah, when you were talking about this before, I didn't really think about it, but, like, I almost don't want to instill the fear of death into him. Right. You know, like, you want him to only hope for Jesus, but you also don't want him to, like, throw himself in front of the car because he wants to go meet Jesus. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that's that's a little extreme, but... I'm just making my point, but, like... Oh. There, yeah. There's a Flannery O'Connor short story that's, like, not exactly this premise, but, like, the kind of moral of it or whatever is that like uh yes this boy dies but he's with he's in heaven mm. so it's like yes it's a tragedy but if you think about the supernatural reality is it a tragedy yeah Flannery and I I know she's <laughs> did we already mention how I had to stop reading the book oh I think so huh. yeah <laughs> so I've been <coughs> He also probably thinks about dying because his mother sounds like she's dying every five minutes. Sorry. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's just been really tough to to kind of navigate those waters and to tell him, yes, Jesus died and suffered, but he did it for you. And he rose from the dead and is in heaven. You know, I don't know. Connect, yeah. Holding those two things in cohesion. Yeah. Because we also, we've run into a couple other sticky situations with um, questions that he has and with, like, tough situations. Mm-hmm. Is that okay for me to bring Yeah, go ahead. That? Okay. Um, like, we have this book called I Am Abe Lincoln, or Abraham Lincoln. Mm-hmm. Um, and... Well, I mean, like, we kind of have to, it's a, it's a longer story, so yeah. we have to, you know, abbreviate a little bit. Um, but there are, like, certain parts of the story that we don't really say out loud because there's a turtle being hurt by some bullies. Yeah. <laughs> that's not even the worst part. That's not the worst part, but, like, we just gloss over that part. Yeah. And then... Um, oh, yeah, they're, like, burning the turtle or something? Yeah, they're using the magnifying glass oh, to burn yeah. the turtle. I know. And then Abraham Lincoln comes and saves the day. Yeah. But... He has to fight the kid. To do it. Yeah, I know. Terrible. It's like a little uh, conversational for children's books. But you also have to talk, like, the reality of Abraham Lincoln is yeah. that he, like, helped help to end slavery. Right. And, like, oh, what is slavery? Oh, ah, this is a yeah. tough conversation. And then there is also um, our across-the-street neighbor uh, is, like, this elderly woman, and her son was living with her for a long time, and... Um, really loved Jack and he would always uh the elderly Miss Faye is her name. Miss Faye would I don't al- think she listens to podcasts. <laughs> I think you're in the clear. Miss Faye would always send uh toys over and her son Chip would always like come out and see if Jack was playing with them and we were outside in the summertime and when it was still warm out, um 
they would always come out and like say hi to us when we would be um, helping ourselves to their front yard. Um, but Chip really loved Jack. And then in November, um, Chip actually passed away the night before election day. And um, I still haven't told Jack because I don't really know how to. Yeah. And he hasn't asked about Chip. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, but he, so Miss Faye's other son has come to stay with her for a little while. And um, Jack calls him Chip now. And now, <laughs> now I've gotten really over my head. But um, I don't know because I also didn't know Chip very well. So, like, there's also, like, I, you know, if, if somebody dies close to us or something, we could say, like, they're with Jesus now. But, like, I don't know Chip. And then do I say that he's maybe he's with Jesus but then that like opens up the alternative for Jack and like oh that's that's something to be like for real afraid about and I don't want to you know like and just also like I don't know if they're not Christian and like you're over there and he's like where's Chip and you say like oh he's in heaven with Jesus and they're like we're not Christians yeah yeah. so it's just I don't know it's very difficult it's weird and I don't like we don't want to to lie about it. I think we've talked about that before. We don't want to, like, teach him things and then unteach them. Like, we wouldn't want to say, like, oh, he just went away. Because mm-hmm. that's not, I don't know. It's not true. Right. You don't want to give it some, like, quick answer that then, we're, then you're going to have to undo right. later. Like. <coughs> <coughs> really sorry, you guys. It's so gross. I, I agree. Apologize to me. I have to sit in the room with you. I know. You have to sleep next to me. It's terrible. <laughs> Um, yeah. And so it's hard because like we talked at, in the podcast about kids at mass and like, we really want them to be exposed to like reality and truth and goodness and beauty and see all of the good, but to know the good, you also have to know the bad. Right. And so it's like, how do you discuss it? Right. And you, and it's not like we understand Jack's two and a half he's not gonna understand these things and we're obviously not like teaching him about death oh but it's just like when he's at mass he sees a crucifixion and like knows you know knows jesus is on there and it's obviously he's not living who put him up there like he and he's asking questions so we should answer them but then there's like just to give some scope to the situation like like jack gets so he I don't think that he's alone in this either. Mm-hmm. It's his age. He's two and a half years old. So, like, things really scare him a lot. So, like, I've been thinking, um, okay, he's two and a half, almost three. Maybe he's ready f- to watch The Lion King or something. And then I think about that stampede yeah. and the Mufasa dying. And yeah. I'm like, he would have nightmares for months. Yeah. For months. And we would never stop talking about that. Yeah. He would bring it up again and again and again. And if something as, like, you know, not silly, because it's pretty tragic, but, like, it's fictional. It's completely fictional. Right. So something like that, to be that, to affect him so much, I can't imagine how much, like, this reality, the reality would mm-hmm. would affect him. And so, like, we need to be really conscious of this. And even with, like, things like, he's been really into foxes oh, lately. Yeah. And, like... He's asking me what foxes eat, and in my mind, I'm like, oh, I think they eat rabbits. But I can't tell them they eat bunnies because, in his world, foxes and bunnies are both part of these like cuddly animal I know, things. I know. I'm like, uh, maybe some grass. <laughs> <I don't> no, <know. laughs> they're herbivores. 
Oh, and like, it's just tough. And like, we're at the pet store, and like, I forget if I mentioned like, but it'll be like, what do snakes eat? And it's like, oh, they eat, they eat mice and stuff. And he's like, they eat mice. <laughs> no, <laughs> they eat crickets. <laughs> but then the other day we were eating um, fish nuggets, and mm-hmm. he was like, no, I want a fin piece. Yeah, he doesn't care about fish at all. He'll Not like, at all. He's <laughs> be like, uh, something about eating fish, and he's like, you cut their heads off first. <laughs> like he's like. <laughs> totally down eating fish he doesn't care about that and lobsters and lobsters which we've never had because we're not um we don't feed we don't feed our two-year-old lobster i know he was what were you asking him tonight at dinner you were like what did what were we going to get but couldn't get at the farmer's market and he was like lobsters (laughs) no no soft pretzels uh i almost missed the pillow oh man (laughs) (coughs) Holly's tuberculosis pillow. I know. Um, but, and I think the sort of larger issue here is we don't want to deprive, we want to teach Jack the truth. Like, we don't want to deprive him of a truth. Right. So, like, truth is Jesus died. He actually died. He didn't go to sleep or just look like he was dying. He actually died and rose from the dead. So we don't want to sacrifice the truth of the situation because of the suffering in it. Because... Because of the way that it would affect Jack. Right. Right. But we, so we still want him to know that truth, but we don't want to give him an untruth in the meantime. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Also, we always say things in pertaining to Jack, but it's just because Blaze isn't old enough yet. Blaze doesn't know anything. <laughs> don't ask him anything. <laughs> I think they know that. I know. I just always feel bad. I feel like I'm always talking about Jack, but Blaze is just this little kid well, left behind. <laughs> We have two boys, but we only talk about one of them. We talked about his birthday. Yeah, that's right. All right. <laughs> I just don't want him to be forgotten. Well, he's also not asking us why the crucifixion yeah, happened. Yeah, this is all... Yeah. Yeah, you're right. And I think um, part of that difficulty is that, like, it's adults don't get suffering. Adults yeah. don't want... You know, not all adults, but, like, <coughs> it's, it's easy for an adult not to want to think about suffering or not comprehend it or think that it's kind of senseless and want to gloss over it because it's hard right yeah like i could see people speaking to an adult about the catholic faith and like wanting to gloss over all the hard stuff i mean and they do and that causes issues it really does yeah um and i think if you look at the story of salvation history overall from like beginning to end it's a happy story uh, I think Archbishop Chaput calls it, uh, he either called it this or quoted someone saying it like, um, sort of like the greatest, like a great love story or something like that. Oh my I'm gosh. sure a lot. Of, no, no, no. The greatest story ever told. That's what you're thinking, right? Yeah. The no. greatest love story ever told. I've heard, I think the like more famous one is the greatest story ever told. No, he talks, no, he says it's the story of God's love affair with humanity. That's, yeah, that's more specific to <laughs> Like, a lot anyway. of people have said the other one. Okay. You but, it. so what is it? The the Lord's love affair? With humanity. With humanity. Yeah. That's way better. Oh. If you let me finish the first time. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, and it's true. Like, if you look at beginning to end, that's really what it is. <coughs> but in the middle, there's all sorts of tragic moments and a lot of suffering. Mm-hmm. And two, this is a part of... Um, what affects a lot of people's or causes people to have misperceptions of Christianity. They look at this one piece and they say, what is 
this doesn't make any sense. Why is Israel conquering anyone? Mm-hmm. Why is, you know, if you look at it in snippets, it doesn't look right. But if you look at the whole picture, you understand the full truth of it. Mm-hmm. And it's actually what that Bible storybook and like the Great Adventure Bible series and that timeline stuff is trying to do and trying to pull it all together and say, mm-hmm. look at this. And it's not just that like John Bergsma and Scott Hahn and other writers talk about sort of the covenant theology and how those threads go all the way through recommended reading <laughs> tidbit <laughs> um bible basics for catholics mm-hmm. rome sweet home well rome sweet home doesn't get, really talk about but it that. gets into a little, a little bit, bit a little bit does scott Hahn have a book on it i'm Pro- sure he has probably. a million but i don't know the specific one but google scott <laughs> i just wanted to say bible basics for catholics because i think everybody should it is good it. it is good um they're stick well, figures i <laughs> they are stick figures. Thank you. But um, they're, it pulls out, because I think a lot of people, too, can get really nitpicky and say, like, well, this king had so many wives and this, you know, like, what, what's God saying in that? That doesn't make any sense. Right. And it's know? easy to get caught up on those small Right. Details. But if you That's zoom a- out, you see the covenant that was made and how people are just screwing it up, um, but that God's loving us. Funny. uh story relevant i think we've mentioned relevant a lot and how like a lot of their articles are like oh look at this new thing i discovered and we're like catholics already knew it <laughs> thousand years ago and there was an article recently like something like five things christians should know about the bible and like it's basically like there's different genres in it that have different layers of like literality yeah and it was <coughs> saying like the bible was um inspired by God, but written by men. And like, God is bigger than the Bible, meaning that like, God isn't contained to just the book, the books of the Bible. And it's like, oh, wow, that sounds exactly like what the Catholic Church says. <laughs> Relevant. Uh, anyway. So yeah, big picture. It's a happy story. There's a lot of sad stories in between. Mm-hmm. So, so how- that's what we want to tell our kids is the big picture. But how do we get there? Like, how do we tell the whole story without missing huge chunks of it? Right, because it's, you know, it, it's significant that Abraham was going to sacrifice Isaac. Mm-hmm. And it's significant because later on, God sends his own son to be sacrificed in our place. Mm-hmm. But, and it was the fact that Abraham loved God so much that he was going to sacrifice his son for God. But then the angel told him not to. Right. But, like, if we told that to Jack, Jack would start to be afraid that, that his dad could kill him because right. he loves God too much. <laughs> he would be afraid of his own father. Yeah. Because he, he's two and a half years old and right. doesn't understand it. Yeah, it's tough. And then we don't, I don't know. And we, we don't want to make up a story. No. So you just, I guess we just have to, like, let him... Let him fill Let in him the gaps. Let him figure it out. <laughs> no, what I think um, has been somewhat successful and can kind of be our course of action is to focus on the positive. So, like, with the Abraham and Isaac saying, like, <coughs> <coughs> look, the angel is telling him not to do that. Yeah. And, like, here's the positive of the situation, which doesn't obscure what happened. Like, Abraham made a mistake. He thought he was supposed to do that, but the angel is telling him, no, you shouldn't hurt him. You disagree? Well, I just don't like the wording of made a mistake. 
he okay that's what jack i know but i think that that frames it in a strange way that he was mistaken because he because he was miss okay so mistake okay holly and i have been having a lot of conversations because jack will say he'll do something and we'll say jack you're not supposed to be doing that and he says sorry i made a mistake <laughs> he'll say it so aggressively <laughs> i'm sorry i made a mistake <laughs> i don't know why <laughs> um it's so Holly and I, because we're dorks, have been like, well, is it a mistake or an accident? What's the <laughs> difference between the two? And I always say a mistake is something you consciously do but is wrong, whereas and an accident is something that you don't intend to do. And I say that a mistake is something <laughs> that you do by accident, but then, but then after the fact, realize that it was wrong. So in doing it, you don't realize that it's wrong, but after the fact, you realize that it's wrong. Okay. I think that works. So that applies here. Yeah. <laughs> with Abraham. Yeah. Oh. Oh. How the tables have turned. Right? I don't know. <laughs> that doesn't apply. But, um, yeah, so I guess you could say that was a mistake. What, talking on this? <laughs> no. Um, that Abraham made a mistake. Yeah. And so even with, like, the harder things, um, like the crucifixion, like, focusing on the resurrection, I think is. What? I was still thinking about mistakes. Go oh. on. Focusing on the resurrection. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's that's really key was to um is to focus on the good. Right. Because that's all he focuses on because like literally he can only take in what we give him. So if we just give him the good, I guess. I'm not saying just give him the good. I'm saying focus on the good. Yeah. If we just focus on the good, then that's what he'll focus on. Right. He's still going to ask about boo-boos. Yeah. And blood. Right. And it's close. <laughs> and it's close. But, yeah, I mean, like, he, and he's satisfied with our answers. I guess just play it by ear. <laughs> <laughs> Great. But, like, <coughs> I think a focus on heaven and, like, eternal life and everlasting life is, it's not only positive, but it's also true. Like, that's where our focus should lie as well. Yeah, getting for to sure. Heaven. Mm-hmm. And not getting kind of caught up on, like, suffering or, um, I don't know, like, getting bogged down in those details. Does that make sense? Yeah, well, it's like, um, I think it was in the readings today, that, like, worrying doesn't add to your life. What is the, what's the verse? Like, who by worrying adds a single day to their life? Yeah. So just focus on Jesus and God and eternal life with him. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. But here, okay. So it makes sense, but it's also like suffering has value as well. So like, yeah, it has all the value in the world, but you have to, um, you have to comprehend it. So what we're talking about in the, in terms of just Jack, he just can't comprehend it yet. But I think he, is there a way for him to comprehend something close to it? Yeah. How? Yeah. <laughs> I think if we just give him, I don't know. What is the, um, in business terms? Ostriches. Holly's <laughs> making two ostrich mouths with her hand. Synergy. <laughs> no. What is the business term that's opposite of granular? Granular? High level. High level. <laughs> if we go really high level with the um, suffering stuff and go as granular as Jack makes us go. 
You know what, what I mean? Am I not using the business terms correctly? <laughs> well, well, either going to stay high level or you're going to get granular. You can't mix them. You can't go in between? You said get as granular as Jack makes us go. Yeah. So, like, we'll, like, tell him if he asks us, like, um, where did Jesus' clothes go? Then we say some men took them. And then we'll give him that, and then we'll see if he asks more questions. But you know he is. He doesn't always. Maybe. I feel like that's potentially getting in the nitty gritty part though you know that you're trying to avoid if you open up that yeah so we started this um we might have made you think that we have an answer but we don't no oh i have an answer we're working it out now oh you do i have a uh, (coughs) 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 um i think we can show him love and sacrifice through our family what that's gold (laughs) no and even like on because God created families to model um, himself and love and sort of the loving relationship of the Trinity. So God, so Jack can understand having to make a sacrifice for Blaze. And he knows that now. Like, yeah, Blaze is going to scream until he has all the toys he wants. <laughs> and it's like we sometimes you have to give him that toy because he, he doesn't understand. He's too small to get it, and he doesn't share And, like, those kind of things, like, that is a big sacrifice for Jack. And he's really good at that. He's really good at sharing and taking turns. Like, today during Mass, when he gave Jack or gave Blaze the peekaboo panda. Oh, yeah. What in the world? I was like, Jack, way to go. (laughs) Blaze was not having it at Mass today. Oh, he was not. He's uh, teething and Holly's starting. Four teeth. Four teeth at once right now. And Holly's starting to wean him, so he's not... (laughs) He wasn't a happy camper at, at Mass today. Not at um, all. But, like, through those kind of things, I think there's a way to teach Jack about sacrifice and, like, tie it into, like, yeah, Jesus went through all this for you just like you do things for Blaze and just like Mommy and Daddy do things mm-hmm. for you and each other. Yeah. Because I think that truth <coughs> in those situations exists outside of the situations. You know, like, the truth of the crucifixion can be found some elsewhere outside the crucifixion man you are dropping bombs <laughs> they are so good um but like like pope benedict talks about in his jesus of nazareth book that at every point of the incarnation jesus is the embodiment of all those things like the incarnation the crucifixion the, the resurrection you know like those are all parts of his being and they're there throughout so like the the truth of the crucifixion can be seen in other places that might be more comprehensible for him. That's so good. <laughs> I thought we didn't have an answer for this. And that was so good. That's exactly it. I'm getting emotional thinking about it. <laughs> but like, yeah, I don't know. Just throwing it out there. <laughs> I think that's true. I mean, like, we still have to deal with the, the direct questions. Right. Like, why was, why that. was that man holding a knife up to his son? But maybe we just redirect the thing and be like, Remember when Daddy had to do that? And, you Remember know. when Daddy had to sacrifice blood? <laughs> <laughs> but then the angel told him not to. And the best part is the in that picture, there's a picture of the ram caught in the thorns that he does sacrifice. And I was telling Jack, like, look, the angel's telling him, no, don't do that. And Jack laughs and says, that sheep's telling him not to do it too. <laughs> I was like, you don't know what's going to happen to the sheep. <laughs> so I told him he slits the ram's throat. <laughs> no. <laughs> um yeah so 
I don't know. Maybe but just even like, like in some of the, sorry, we're good. helping Jack. I think that's also a really good um, thing for Jack to learn too. If we're reading biblical um, stories to help him to see it in his real life as well. I think that's, this is great. <laughs> but even like we were talking about um, the I am Abraham Lincoln book. And I think there was something like on Martin Luther King Jr. Day or there's a picture of like I was trying to, oh, it's because I had the day off. Yeah. And I was telling him it's um, Martin Luther King Jr. Day. And then I didn't, you know, I didn't go into any details other than, so I don't have to go to work today. But like, how do you explain to him? Like, it's tough to explain the triumph of Martin Luther King without explaining what what he was fighting against. Right. Um, but like in that situation, there are other ways to talk about injustice and in, in inequality and like discrimination in a way that's sort of more palatable to him. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly what that is, but like, don't worry. There's an article in Philly Family Magazine this month. Really? Mm-hmm. What's it Our called? Our friends are in it. Um, Dario and Phoebe. Oh. But yeah, it's, I think it's called talking to your kids about race. Oh. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not about race specifically, but like, I think that's like a, a larger yeah. conversation. But um, saying that like, yeah, people exclude people and it doesn't make them feel very nice. Yeah. But with, and when can say, like when Blaze wants to play with you and you say no. Right. Yeah, that doesn't make him feel very I nice. I think it's maybe when he has more social, more yeah, of a social definitely. group, then he'll understand it better. But, yeah, so there you go. It all comes Solved down to, it. like, living out faith in your family. Right. I feel like. And also, like, what we love about the Catholic faith is that it is so gritty and kind of mm-hmm. weird. You know, like, eventually we're going to say, yeah, Blaze, you're named after this guy who was beaten to death with steel combs. <laughs> like. <laughs> <coughs> I know. And, like, oh, Jack kind of looks out because John lived along. He was the only one who wasn't martyred. Yeah, and he got to be best friends with Mary. Mm-hmm. Always well, best friends with Jesus, arguably. I mean, the be- you know beloved. The beloved disciple. That's really what I meant to say. And then he was kind of like a. He took Mary into his house after. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. But yeah, so in the Catholic faith, you're gonna come up, and I'm. I feel like we're gonna be much more grateful. Not that we're not grateful of it, but like. It's going to be much much easier to navigate when our kids are older and we can teach them those kind of hard truths and like have them growing up, not fearing death, you know, Mm -hmm. I think it'll benefit us to say like, yeah, our goal is to get to heaven. We have to die to do that. Mm -hmm. So we live our lives in, you know, as much in accordance with God's will as possible while we have time here. Yeah. And because our life is valuable. Mm hmm. And God has a plan for us. Mm-hmm. So we can't jump in front of cars. No, we can't. That's what my biggest fear is that he's just going to want to go he, meet no. Jesus. Okay. With cars, though, <coughs> he knows not to be near cars. Like, if you're walking oh, with know, him in a parking lot and there's a car nearby, he starts, like, climbing up my leg because he doesn't <laughs> want the cars to squish him. Because I've instilled the fear. Because <laughs> <laughs> a while ago, he, you said something about him being run over. And he said, he was a little younger. He said, then it make me flat. And yeah, he was so interested in being flat, and then he was like, all excited because cars could make him flat. And I was and like, then, no! And then he said, you just pump me back up like a balloon. Yeah, no. No, no it's no, cartoons. No, no, no. no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, so there you go. Figured it out. Kind no of. No more hard conversations with our kids. 
not. But it is. We can't be. The, I mean, we can't be the only people who run into this thing. Oh. When I mean, other people have crucifixes and stuff in their house, and and kids ask questions. Mm-hmm. But what I love about it is, and I think what's different about you know like parents who are trying to teach their kids about Christ is just that we don't gloss over it. We don't gloss over those hard questions, and we don't um, avoid it. We have to deal with it appropriately, but we can't sacrifice the truth for it either. I would be curious to see what other Christians of other denominations that are, you know, like faithful Orthodox Christians, but don't sort of have the like imagery and like physicality of the Catholic faith, how they handle those kinds of things. What, like they would need the imagery? No, but like, do you think they come up as often? I don't know. Like of, you know, someone who doesn't have a crucifix in their home and they talk about Jesus dying on the cross, you know, they're not going <coughs> to, they're not going to like <coughs> water it down, but not get into that, may not necessarily understand the import importance of having that like sort of physicality of it, you know? Yeah. I think it, I, I just think it might be a completely different dynamic. Like the questions that are asked are probably a lot different. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. I, I'd yeah. be curious to see that. Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so, but if you have any other better ideas or any thoughts on this, um, if you've been through this situation, been through this, yeah. because we're just getting into mm-hmm. it and have any wise words for us, um, please email We'd us. Love to hear them or any questions or similar anecdotes. <laughs> About kids, I think would be really fun to hear, like how, like if other kids are asking funnier questions. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Ours aren't asking funny questions. Why? Why is he gonna kill his son? Well, uh, Jack being so interested in his clothes oh. and his putting yeah. his legs together. He also stuff. thought Isaac was a lady because he had long hair. So. <laughs> <laughs> and he yeah. also thought that Jesus or that John and Mary um, crucified Jesus because oh, no, they were they, the only ones. They thought they thought that he. They took his clothes. He thought that John and Mary took, took his Jesus's clothes. clothes. Cause they're clothed and Jesus is on the cross. <coughs> um, but yeah. Oh, and why is Jesus wearing a diaper? I got that question the other day. Oh, I told him it's underwear. They kept his underwear on. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Anywho, if you have any questions for us or any advice or thoughts or anything on this, please, um, or, or at all, any question doesn't have to be about this. Um, please email us at halfway saints podcast at gmail.com. Uh, follow us on twitter at halfway underscore saints like us on facebook uh check out our website halfwaysaints.com we have a blog if you haven't visited it we haven't posted a lot recently but But we're gonna try we're gonna try to get back in. i have one idea holly has one idea we'll see we'll see (laughs) (laughs) um but please pray for us we are praying for you and we will see you next time Bye. bye everyone